Boker Tov, Boker Tov, Gamar Tov. Yusuf, it's good to see you back. <laughs> Rami, Gamar Tov to everybody. And um, uh, again, we learned for a fourth language for Allah, Zabed and Ra'uma. Now, <clears throat> today's daf is daf Tzadik Gimel, in Subas, from the Mishnah. This is a famous Mishnah, made most famous by Professor Alman, the famous from Jew here in Yerushalayim, who won the Nobel Prize in economics in back in 2005 for his analysis of this mission. It was actually game theory, and he based a lot of it on this mission, which is a very difficult mission to understand. You can figure out right away that if he takes a Nobel Prize winner to explain the mission, not so simple. What is the mission talking about? Misha, you know, say Shalosh Hashem. Well, that's your first problem. He has three wives at one time, three wives at one time. And let's assume that he got married to all of them at the same time. We're going to talk in the next Mishnah about time stamping. You know, today we have, you know, time stamping. They bring you bring something to the court, not just the date that they write in, but sometimes they time stamp it. Was it 10.07 or 10.08 in the morning? You know, that's important. But here, let's assume that he married them all at the same time. We've had many times, how is it possible to marry uh, uh, three people at the exact same time? You know, very simple. He, the, the three women, three women, let's say, sent a shliach to receive the ring or the money, whatever, or the shtar, and the husband sent the shliach to that shliach. So when one shliach uh, s- sent the marriage, sent the rings, uh, or sent the ring, the money, let's say a check or whatever it was, a check or good, but let's say he sent a coin for all three women at the same time. So they basically, they all got married at the same time, at the same split second, in fact. So that's how you could have where three people got married at the same time, because we saw before, if one's married first, Let's say uh, he married one in January and he married another one in February and he died and they both had a sub of 200 and he only left $200. Who's going to get the money? The one that he married in January. She was there first. She had the first shibut. It's like the first balchov, right? So if they married, if they weren't married at the same time, whoever got married first has it. If there's enough money to pay everybody, great. But if there's not enough, the first one gets it. Here, let's assume they all married at the same time. However, they didn't each have the same amount of ksuba. Let's assume Let's say this woman had been previously married. She only had a ksuba of 100. And number two, we'll call him number one, number two, number three. Number two had a ksuba of 200. So what's his total obligation upon death or divorce? 600. Now, if he had $600, then there's no problem, right? But he didn't have the $600, right? So when he died, all he left was how much? So in the first instance, there was only $100 there. Now think about it. We're talking dollars, right? We're in zoos, whatever, but let's say dollars. And we always talk in terms of dollars. Angel, he only had $100 there. They each have a claim that you say, well, the one who had 300 should get more, right? Well, depends how you look at it. That's what the one is going to teach us. There's different ways to look at it. Each one on the, on the first $100, they all have an equal claim. Because whether your exhibit was 100, number one had exhibit 100, number two had 200, number three had 300. But on 100, they're all the same. So what do you do if there was only 100 hours there? They split it. Each one gets 33 and a third. Very simple. Oh, wait a minute. Now we get complicated. Now let's say there was $200 to split up between number one, number two, and number three. Remember, number one gets 100, number two gets 200, number three gets 300. And that's what she has a demand for. There's not enough money to go around. There's only $200 there. So what do you do? Shalmana, the one, number one, no, tell us question. She gets 50. She gets 50 out of the 200. Does that make sense on the face of it? What percentage is that? 
it doesn't make sense. The Gemara is going to ask that. Okay, we're going to ask that. What do you, why should she get that? You know, she should get from the first hundred, from the first hundred, she should get a third because they're both in the third. And in the second hundred, she should get nothing because she's not entitled to the second hundred at all. Right? They each have a demand. There's $200 here. So for the first hundred, okay, fine. We said, like we said, if there's only a hundred, they split it equally, third, 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 right? A drittle, a drittle, a drittle, right? On the second hundred, she's not entitled to anything, but you say she gets 50. Why is that? Not clear at this point. The Gemara will have to deal with it. So she takes 50. Number two and number three, they each get 75. It's $200. Number one gets 50, and the other two get 75 each. How does that work? Why is that? We don't know. It's not clear yet in the Gemara. It says they each get three dinner zobs. Dinners, a, zob, a dinner zob is 25 regular zuz. So it really means they each get 75. Okay. So that's when there was, we, we, when there was only $100, that's very simple. They split equally. When there's $200, complicated. When there's $300, it's even more complicated. Let's say there was $300. So Shomona tells Hamishim again, the one, number one gets 50. Again, why 50? Generally, she should only get a third of the first hundred, right? <laughs> if there was 600 again, so she'd get 100. Number two would get 200. Number three would get 300. But there's $300 here. So what do you do? So number one gets 50. Shamasayim, number two, gets 100. Mana, she gets 100, more than the 75 that she got in the second case. The Shoshalismos, she gets six golden zobs, meaning 150. Okay. We don't understand the reasons for this yet. This is very difficult to understand. Let's say three people invested together. And let's say, let's say three people made an investment, right? You have many times people go into a partnership and make an investment and there was a loss or a gain. They split it according to their investment, right? According to what they invested, that's, what, that the, that's how they split the losses and the profits. And that's what we're saying over here too, that it's all according, it's proportional. Okay, the cases number two and number three, when there was 200 we don't understand the proportions yet, but we understand that it's proportional. Okay, and that's the same thing when it comes to business transactions. So we're going to deal with this right now. Shemana tells Hamishim, in the second case, in the second case, where there was how much? $200 to split, right? Remember, number one gets 100, number two gets 200, number three gets 300, but there's not enough to go around. If there's only $100, very simple. They all have the same claim on the first $100. Uh, number one, number two, number three, they all have the same claim. They just, the one who has a claim of 300 should be stronger, right? Because she's entitled to more, maybe. Maybe she should get more than the first $100. That's how the Gemara looks at it. That's probably part of what Professor Ahmed had to deal with, you understand? It's a complicated way of looking at it. But he says the first 100, everybody has the same claim. Because number three women all have a claim on the first hundred, so they split equally. Okay, number two is problematic. Number two is where there was two hundred dollars. So it was two hours. Like Mara says, Shamana, the one who get number one, who's only entitled to hundred, tells Hamishim, plus of the plus of the tilsa who the isla, she should only get thirty-three and the third, right? Because even if there's two hundred dollars, her claim is only on the first hundred, and on the first hundred they all have a claim. Number one, number two, number three. So she should get a third. Why should she get anything of the second hundred? She's not entitled to anything in the second hundred. Again, she's not going to get her full amount, but you're talking about where they have proportional claims and, and or equal claims on the first hundred. On the second hundred, number two and number three have an equal claim, but number one has no claim at all. Why does she get 50? Why does the first question is why does she get 50? Amr Shmuel. So Shmuel says a very complicated answer. 
it doesn't slick the stuff and cycle and it and it it doesn't fit well but that's how it goes that's how, that's how it, he has a difficult mission so this is how he explained it Amr Shmuel because Sephis Balas Musan listen carefully the one number two wrote to number one the Balas Mana she wrote to number one didn't form any I'm not going to fight with you on the first hundred only Imach Bamana I'm not going to fight with you on the hundred she's not giving it to her says Rashi. Number two didn't say to number one, I'm giving you my share of the first hundred. She says, I'm not going to fight with you about it. In other words, in other words, number uh, on the first hundred, she's saying, I'm not going to fight with you, meaning I'm not going to diminish your share because of me. Think about it. On the first hundred, they each have an equal claim, a third, a third, and a third. So, uh, uh, but of course, they'd each like to get the whole hundred, right? They each have a claim for the whole hundred, but they, there's not enough to go around. So they each have an equal claim. So she, number two wrote to number one, on the first hundred, I'm not going to fight with you. Your, your share, which you really would like it to be a hundred, a full hundred, right? You're entitled to a full hundred, but there's not enough to go around, but you're not going to be diminished because of me. You might be diminished because of number three, but you're not going to be diminished. That's how he wrote to her, strange, a strange lawsuit. Why, why, why did she get? Uh, uh, so let's understand. Uh, uh, go, 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 go. So she says, so she says, so she said, let's look, okay, okay, So she says, so number two says to number one, your share won't be diminished because of me. That's a rational. It won't be diminished. I'm not giving you anything. But when you claim, it won't be diminished because of me. So therefore, when number one is claiming the first hundred, and number number three, number three is claiming the first hundred, they get they, they get a, they, they divide it up 50-50, meaning it doesn't really work that way. We're not finished yet. So she gets so she, she's not getting number two. She's right. she's getting she's not getting all of number twos. She's just saying her share won't be diminished because of number two. So therefore, what is her claim? Her claim is for the hundred, and number three is claiming the one hundred. Therefore, therefore, uh, number one gets her fifty because it's only it's only her against number three for the first hundred. So she gets fifty. Wait, we're not done. Ihachi safer if that's the case. So okay, that's that's as far as number one goes. Number one gets the fifty. But then you say Shemasam says, what does number two and number three get out of the two hundred? Remember, what are we talking about? We're talking about when there's 200. If there's 100, they just he split it a third, a third, a third. If there's 200, number two says to number one, your share won't be diminished because of me. Your share, you're only claiming in the first time, won't diminish because of me. So therefore she gets 50. Number one gets 50. But if that's the case, number two and number three, you say, they each get 75. What do you mean? Number three should say to number two, you're not claiming anything in the first 100. Why should you get anything from the first hundred? You understand? Why should you get anything from the first hundred? In the second hundred, fine. Who is no, who's claiming the second hundred? Number two and number three. So that she should, so all number two should get is 50 if she's not claiming anything from the first hundred. Why do you say that number two and number three get 75? Because number two will retort to number three. I'm not claiming, I'm just, I just told number one that you won't lose anything because of me. But I'm not telling you that number three. In other words, you understand number who's claiming number uh, who's claiming the first hundred. Okay, number one, we dispatch number one, right? Because she has a claim really of of the hundred. She should only get a third. But number two says, I'm not going to. You're not going to be diminished because of me. Because of me, you won't be diminished. So she gets her fifty. Now, what about the other fifty? She go to number three, right? Because number two is is withdrawn from it. No, number two is not saying I'm withdrawing from it. I'm not giving my share away. I'm simply telling that I'm not going to contend with number one, but I am going to contend with you. In other words, how much money was there in total? 200, right? So the first 50 was dispatched to number one. Now we're dealing with number two and number three, which both have an equal claim 
on the, the remaining 150. So they each get 75. Difficult to understand. Tosis, look at Tosis oh, quickly. Look, well. Yeah, yeah, it works out very well. But look, look what Tosis says. Uh, the third Tosis from the end of the page. The says, I don't really understand it too well. It's a very difficult thing to understand. Take a look at Rashi, uh, the second of the white, not the widest lines near the bottom, but when the lines turn wide, I'm going to look at two Rashis, right? Rashi says there, uh, or at least this Rashi, or uh, even, even look at the Rashi three lines after the Gemara in Rashi, where the, in the narrow lines, in the five lines, in, uh, before the lines get wide. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with your hundreds. Your share won't be diminished because of me. Therefore, she splits it. But so the number three should say number two, fine. You're not involved in number one at all. You should only get 50 from the 200. All you should get is 50 and I should get a full 100. So the Gemara says, so the second line in the wide lines of Rashi says, I didn't give her my whole share. My share of the first hundred, which would be a 33, I didn't give it to her, right? So she didn't take care of me. She told me, you took my chalka. She told me, you want to tell me uh, that she took my whole share. I'm not going to argue with her. Like, no, no, contende. I'm not going to argue with her over her share. It won't be diminished because of me. I'm going to come to split with you. In other words, I'm, you're not going to be diminished because of me. You will be diminished because of number three. So number one gets 50. But number two did not give up her whole share in the first hundred. She says, I'm not going to fight with her. But I am going to fight with you. On, on, on the remaining 50 in the first 100. And of course, in the second 100, it's only me and you. So we're taking that 150 and dividing it to 75 each. That only explains the case of the $200. In other words, when, again, you have number one, number two, number three. If there's only $100, they split equally. If there's $200, they split it in this weird manner, Lahora, based on these arguments. What about if there is $300? What did the mission say? If there's three hundred dollars, the mission said, "How you shalom shalomos?" If there was three shalomos, uh, the first one takes fifty again. Takes fifty again. Why should she take fifty? She should only get a third of the first hundred, right? Again, same problem. How you shalom So, so, um, uh, so the first. Uh, so we're assuming now that uh, maybe this, we're still dealing with a case where the second one told the first one, "I'm not going to contend with you on the first on the first hundred. So the first number one gets fifty. So Messiah Mona. Now, we're saying the one who's entitled to 200, right, that her, her ksuba was for 200, she gets a full 100. Why should she get 200? She should only get 75, as we said, like in the first case. Why? Because even though there's $300 over here, she's only fighting for the first 200. So the first 50, so to speak, she gave to the number one, right? She, number one got that. So again, there's 150 remaining that the second one that number two is claiming on, so she get half of that because she's fighting with number two and number three about the amount from $151 to $200. That's what she should get. So why does she get a full hundred? She should only get 75, like we saw in the second she's case. Fighting she's fighting on 107, 150. Yeah. I'm fighting on 150. Yeah. Because she didn't give up. He didn't give up his whole third. Right. That's, what, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's your half third to number one. To number right. one, right? So number one's got 50. Okay. Which is a third, which, which is okay. half of what. Yeah, yeah, but, but she's got 50. Right. Now, now, 
what else is number two claiming? What is number two claiming? She's claiming the amount from 100, from, from 51 to 200. Right. 16 of which- Yeah, 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 but she, correct, so but, she, but she's fighting over that full amount of right. where she's fighting with number two and number three. So she should use 75. Like Rashi says, I in Hebrew is love. Like she wrote to number one. She doesn't have any in the third hundred. She has no claim at all because her civil was only for two hundred. So she only gets seventy five. That's what Gemara says. This is a different case. This is a different case. Listen carefully. This is not a case. Where this is not a continuation of the second case where number two wrote to number one, I'm not going to contend with you. No, 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 no. Here, what happened was is that number three wrote to number two and to number one. Listen carefully. Amr Shmuel Bekosevis. Again, Shmuel gives you this weird case. Bekosevis, Balas Sholish Mos, Labalas Masayim, Ula Balas Mana. Number three wrote to number two and to number one. Dinavarmemacham, Bamana. I'm not fighting with you at all on the first hundred. I'm not fighting with you at all. She wrote to both of them. In other words, what did number three say? I'm, I'm letting you have number one, uh, the first hundred. I'm not fighting with you at all. So therefore, therefore, what happens to the first hundred? 50-50 to number one and number two, right? 50 to number one and two. Okay, now, now, well now what, what's, what's left? What's left? Let's look at the second hundred. The first hundred we just distributed to number one and number two, they each got 50, right? The second hundred, who's claiming the second hundred? Number two and number three. So split that 50-50, two people, $100. So how much now does number two have? A hundred, that's the case. She gets a hundred. Number one get 50, number two gets a hundred. She got 50 first, and 50 from the first hundred and 50 from the second hundred. So she has now a hundred. Number two got 50 from the first hundred because number three wrote to number two and number one, I'm not fighting with you in the first hundred. So number one and number two each got 50 from the first hundred. Number two and number three split the second hundred. So number two now has 50 plus 50, she has a hundred. And what does number three have at this point? 50. And then the third hundred, she gets the whole thing because there's nobody fighting. So she gets 150. That's how it works out. That when there's $300, number ones get 50, number two gets 200, uh, uh, number two gets 100, and number three gets 150. But again, it's a weird case because it only works out if number three wrote yeah, to number right. two and number one, I'm not fighting with the other one. That's a weird, it's a very weird, why would the mission go to that trouble? Very, very good. Excellent. 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 Yeah, excellent. 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 So that's why we're going to have a machlokas in a minute that, that Rebbe doesn't agree with this. Why would the mission be telling us this? You know, what's the point when you, okay, we, we played with the numbers and all that, but what's the chiddush in this? You know, if I write you, if I tell you, listen, I'm not going to fight with you, keep it. What's the big chiddush in that? So we'll see. Rabbi Yaakov Nahar Pokot Mishmeh Dorvina Omer. He says, no, no, no. He says, he didn't like Shmuel's answer. So he says, I'll tell you very simple. Reisha Bishtate pieces for safety. You have to understand it. It's all different. In the beginning, in the first case, what was the first case? Not where, when we say the first case, we don't mean the very first case where there was only $100 because then they split it all equally, a third, a third, a third. The first case is where there, how much is there? How much is the estate? Let's say $200, right? So he says like this, the $200, they didn't get at one time. There were two separate seizures or installments. Okay, what happened was the guy died and maybe they had some money owed to them and they came up with $75, okay? So that's he's gonna explain now. Yeah, in the first case, the first case meaning the 200, when the, when the whole amount to split was 200, 
The second case is where the whole amount was split was 300. The safe, each of those cases are talking about where there were two seizures, two installments were made. Reisha b'shetz visas, in the first case, what happened? Enough l'ushiv mechamesh, they got 75. Now when they get 75, and what are the claims? Number one, number two, number three, 100, 200, 300. It's only 75 dollars. They split it equally, right? And the second seizure, they came up with another hundred. They found another 125 dollars. Now, when they got another 125 dollars, let's look at it. Of this 125 dollars, how much is number one claiming? She's claiming 75 because she got already. Everybody got 25, so she says, "Okay, I'm still owed 75. Where's my money?" Okay, but there's two other people claiming the 75. There's no more writing. Uh, I'm going to be marshal you and I can fight with you. Okay, so of this of the 125, the first 75 is split three ways because they all have the same claim. They all say, I want that 75. So again, number one now has how much? 50, right? 50. Number two has how much? 50 at this point. 50, right? 50. Number three has how much at this point? 50. They all have 50 at this point, right? They all have 50. Now what remains? There's another 50 remaining of the second 125 when they install the 725, there's 50 remaining. Number two and number three split that. So what happened? What does it work out? Number one gets 50, number two and number three each gets 75. That's how it works out. Without any machinations about I, I was mocha you this and you were mocha me that, the complicated case of Shmuel doesn't apply. Very simple. It's talking about where they had money in, three, in, in two installments. What about the last case where there's $300 in total, but it wasn't all one installment? Like we had before, right? They first got, they found $75. So they all split, they each have 25. Now it's a little more complicated. Now the second case, you said there's a total of 300, right? So how much did they get? How much did was the second installment? 225. Out of the 225, how much is the claim of number one? 75. Right? She says, I got 25. They all have $25 so far, right? From the first installment. So number one's claim out of the 225 is 75. And number two and number three also claim that's 75 because they're all entitled to the first 100. So again, they take out of that 75, they each get another 25. How much do they all have at this point? 50. They each have 50, right? And that's what we said. The first one gets 50. The second one gets 70. Now, okay? Now, what's left after the first 75? 75 is gone. How much is left? 150. Because we said the second sum was 225. The first 75, they all have a claim on. What's left is how much? 150. 150. Okay, 150. How much, how much can the number two claim, claim out of the 150? How much 50. can she claim out of 150? What do you say, uh, Rumi? 50. How much? Huh? Uh, so her claim is 50 because. Well, whoa, 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 wait, 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 let's, let's see, let's see. Take a look in Rashi, the widest lines at the bottom, the widest, the beginning of the widest lines at the bottom. Like I said before, out of the 225, the first 75, all the same. The one who's got to achieve claim, if she only got 25. What is her real claim? Number one's claim out of the 225 is only 75. Okay, so she gets a third of that, right? They all get a third. Number two's claim, remember, number two was supposed to get how much? How much was her ksuba? 200. How much did she get so far from the first installment? 25. So how much is her claim now out of this 225? 175. I only got 25 so far. My claim 
my basic claim is I'm owed 175. So upalgi ina ina ben shloshton. So 75, as we said, is the bottom mountain. Then sabiyat kolechad achzav chamishim. Everybody has 50 now, right? Chamishim, chamishim um chamishim chamishim umeya ben balas masayim ubalas sholish meos. Now, now we have another hundred, right? Out of the her, number two's claim is 175. So she got 25 out of the 75, uh, 75 out of that, out of the 175, she split with the other ones. Now she has a claim of another 100, right? Because her claim is 175. She already got 25 in the first installment. Now we find $225. The first one only has a claim of 75. So she gets a third because everybody has a claim on that. Number two has a claim of 175. Okay, so she gets 50. For the first 75, she gets 25. So they have a total of 50 now. And now she still has a claim on, on, on 100. Out of the hundred and se- out of the 225, she has a claim of 175. 25 she got. In addition to the first installment, so she has 50. Now there's a claim of 100, of 100, right? She has a claim on the other 100. But number three also has a claim on the other 100. And number three has a claim on the whole thing. So out of that 100, she splits it with number three, and she has 50. So she wound up with 25 from the first installment. From the 225, this, the first 75, she gets 25 out of that. And then she gets 50 out of the remaining, out, out of the other 100 that she's claiming. So she now has a total of 100. What remains for number three? That the, the remaining 50, remember, out of the 225, number one only had a claim of 75. Number two had a claim of 175. Number three had a claim of 225. The last 50 from 175 to 225, nobody had a claim except for number three. So she keeps that on herself. So she winds up with what, 25 plus, mm-hmm. plus, another 25, first installment plus another 25, plus 50 that she split with number two for the, for that, for the 100 that uh, that number two had a claim on. So she had 25, 25, 50 is 100. And now the last 50, which is totally yours, she, she winds up with 150. Yeah, okay, that's how it all works out. Without, this is about I'm making a claim, I'm making a, uh, uh, a I'm, I'm you know letting you go, I'm, I'm uh, not fighting with you over this or that. This is also the complicated case because it only works out. It only works out if, if they got the two three soda, there are two seizures. Okay. Now, now Michael's point. Tanya, Zoom Mishnah Srabnasan. This whole Mishnah, however you learn it, according to Shmuel or according to uh Rabbi Yaakov Naharpakov, those are the words of Nasan the Mishnah. Reb Yomer, I don't agree with this at all. They split it equally. They split the whole thing equally. I don't care. I don't care if one had a ksuba of 300, one had a ksuba of 200. Since they all have a claim over here and nobody's claim is going to be totally met, they're going to split it all equally. Because even number one who only has a claim of 100, but if you have a, and, and, the, and the whole estate is 300, she's only going to wind up with her 100 at the end of the day. She's not going to wind up with any extra. So even in a case, whether it's 100, 200, 300, they split everything equally. That's how Rebbe learns. You could see it both ways. You could see it both ways. Since my claim is bigger, I should get a bigger share. That's, or you no, matter say, when the money that's right. That's no matter when the money comes in, and no matter and no matter uh, that the other ones had a bigger claim than her, <laughs> because they all have a claim of one hundred. Nobody's going to wind up with more than hundred, even though even the even the one of even the number one is only going to wind up with her hundred. Therefore, you split it equally. Now this leads us into the end of the mission. Okay, so that's how Rebbe learns, and presumably, Michael, presumably, I, I saw in the Mepharshim. Why did Rebbe say this? Because, because um, he says the way the other rabbis are learning, or they're in Nelson, what's the chiddush here? 
you tell me you worked out like this, I'm like this is okay. You can, you can make up a million cases if they got the installments and 10 installments and worked out this way. You can, what, what are you teaching me over here? He's teaching me something. According to Rebbe, the mission is teaching you something. No matter that one had a bigger ksuba than the other, that only makes a difference if there's enough money to go around. If there were $600, we wouldn't have to learn this mission, right? The number one would get 100, number two would get 200, number three would get 300. But when there's not enough money to go around, they split it equally. That's what Rebbe says. That's already a chiddish. Yeah. That, that the timing is important. Normally, you wouldn't say, they okay. found another 200. No, no, uh-uh. Back. And right, right. Oh, yeah. No. So the timing is the timing. Yeah. So the timing you could say then stop. What's my claim? Yeah, yeah. If they find right now, why do I get? Yeah, yeah. Why do you get now? Why don't? Why don't you? Why don't? Why don't you go back and reassess it after it's all over? And Hanami, we're going to see that on tomorrow's daf that there is an Indian like that. That once you make your claim, are you finished, or can you reclaim it later on? We're going to see that on tomorrow. We're going to see that in the next mission. We'll we'll allude to it in the next mission. But there is there is something to that. There's a machlokus about that. There is something there. But again, we're talking in our mission. We're all three were married at the exact same split second. Let's assume so. One did not have an earlier claim than the other. The the issue only was the different amounts of money. Now, the end of the mission said, if three people made if if if, 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 three people who made an investment together, they bought a they bought a bull, they bought an axe, right, to work, whatever, and uh, uh, there was a loss or there was a gain, they split according to the proportional, according to the proportional investment, which is what you would say logically. Says Shmuel, Amr Shmuel, two people made an investment together. One guy invested 100, one guy invested 200. So you would say logically that you should, they, 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 it should go according to, the investment should go according to their proportion. If it made money, the guy who invested 100 should get half of what the guy invested 200. He should get double his amount. He says, Harlem said, no. When they plowed the field, let's just say they they invested in an ox and they plowed the field and they and they produced a, a bushel of wheat, they split the bushel of wheat equally. Now this doesn't fit in with our logic of investment, right? Says the rush. So I want to point this out right away because you see the Ramam's asking is like this. Says the rush that um, let me just find. He says like this. Since normally he says this, this is how you can understand this tomorrow because the whole Gemara goes with this idea. He says, since the normal way of partners when they invest is to make a condition and say, that the investment will be according to the proportion of my investment. If I'm investing 10 times what you're investing, I should also get the profits 10 times of what, of what you're getting. But they normally write that as a condition and here they didn't. The Elul Loi still came and they didn't. They got just listen, we need a cow here. We're a farmer, we are, there's, no, there's no bull oxes around here. Uh, I have uh, I have enough. You, how much do you have? hundred. Okay, I got two hundred. Let's buy this bull and we'll plow the field together. And they didn't say anything about a coin to investment. Muchach shehiskim. They it, it, in fact they didn't make this condition. It, it proves that they agreed. Sheito balamano that the guy who only paid half or invested half is still going to take half the profits. Imishushucharp. Maybe he's smarter. Maybe he's a smarter businessman. Omikosi bacheres. In other words, but they didn't make that condition. Normally you would make that condition. In other words, it goes against our logic. Our logic says you should, you know, we would say normally if I invested 200, you invested 100, I should get double the profits, right? But here, since they didn't say that, you split it up. up. So now, and, and if they lose, also equal, 50-50. Amarava, Mistavra Milsa de Shmuel, when Shmuel said this, which seems strange, that's if, you know, you're talking about plowing. Plowing, you know, if I have two thirds of an animal, I can't plow. You have to have a whole animal. So I need his third also. You know, sometimes you have an investment like that, 
So you say, listen, the guy, you can understand it because the guy says, listen, I, can, I don't have enough to buy the house. Okay, but you can contribute to it. So you know what? If it wouldn't be for you, I wouldn't be able to do the deal. Therefore, you know, he, you're in a good negotiating position and you want half, you want half. Like, like uh, Bennett, what he did, you know what I mean? Like uh, he was able to bring the other ones in even though he didn't have the majority. You know, you could, you could argue that too. Okay, let's not go into that. Anyway, so and he bought it for, for, mean, for plowing and he's standing from plowing. Let's say he bought, they bought it for plowing, but at the end, they're going to slaughter the animal. Then we're going to slaughter the animal. We're talking about the animal itself, right? So if I pay two thirds and you get a third, I should get uh, two thirds of the flanken and the uh, and the and the uh, you know all the parts of the animal, and you get a third. Each get according to your investment that you put in. That's what Shmuel says. Oh, Rabba said. Rabba says that. That's when Shmuel says that they divide it equally. That's only when you're going to work. Basically, you're going to take the investment and try to make money with. It. But if you're just saying you bought the animal together, if I paid paid for two thirds and you paid for a third of the animal, we're going to shaft it now. Even though you originally bought it, Rashi says the kids, even though you originally bought it for plowing, but now you're going you're to chef the animal. You should invest. You, you, the guy invested two thirds should get two thirds of the meat, and the other guy gets a third. Rabbi Muna says, no, even then, even if you shlechted, if they didn't make that condition. And you see Ram Sechan there too. Now we have cash on that. Two guys invested. One guy invested half, a hundred, the other guy invested 200. That's what it says. That it's a tosefta. It's a brisa. That aschalans they split equally. My love, b'shol lechrish ramim tamicha. Isn't it even in a case where they're going to shecht it, and this goes against Raba, the tiyufta the Raba, because Raba says if you're going to shecht it, and you're talking about how much meat I'm going to get, you know, the guy invested twice, should, twice as much should get twice as much meat. So Raba say lo b'shol lechrish ramim lechavisha. That's only if you're going to plow with it. In other words, you're talking about they, they, they agreed. That on the future investment and uh, future profits that they're going to make from investing, from plowing, etc., they're going to split that. But if you're going to shech the my zen otomosav zen otomosav, that's what that's what Rabbah said. Each would get his own share. So if that's the case, Adetani Safe, it says over there. Let's say two guys, two guys were going to make a farm together, and one guy bought a real invested. He got a, the best ox you can find, a big, strong, heavy ox. The other guy got a weak, dying ox. Right, and he spent a lot less money. He spent half the money, got a got a dying ox, and now the two oxen got got uh, mixed up, and they couldn't tell. Then they're, they're yeshiva guys; they couldn't tell which one was who. You know, so they were they, the two oxen got mixed up. So what do you do? And now you're selling the oxen. You know, what are you going to do? They got mixed up. Listen, one guy spent two hundred on the oxen. One guy spent a hundred, and they got mixed up. So there you split it according to the investment, right? When they sell them both, so each of this guy will take two thirds. So why talk about that case? If you say that if he, even if he bought it for Khalisha, but he's going to slaughter the animal at the end, you divide it according to the money, lift against him, they make enough meat to buy the shore itself. Why talk about if he invested in, they bought two oxen and they mixed them up. Talk about with one ox where they bought it for plowing and then they use it and then instead they slaughtered it. Medvar, more Mishra, When do you say what, that you split it evenly when you bought it for Kharisha and you stand it and it's used for Kharisha, even though one guy invested twice with the other guy, you split the profits equally. But if you're going to slaughter it, according to you, Rabbi, that's what it should have said. Why talk about a different case of mixing up the shore? Just talking about if you're going to use it for slaughtering, then you should go according to the investment. That's what it means. That's what Rabbi said. When do you split it equally if you bought it for plowing and using it for plowing? 
But if you bought it for Harisha and you're going to now uh, shecht with it, you're going to shecht it, you're going to shecht it, then Nasikami, then it's as if that's as if they bought two different oxen, an expensive one and a cheap one, and they got mixed up. Each one goes according to his investment. That's how Rabba will learn. So Rabba and Rabba Nuna have a machlokis in Pshad and Shmuel, and it seems to be the Pshad is that the Psak is like Rabba Nuna, that they split it, even though this goes against our logic, because like the Rush explains, because you should have you should have mentioned it. We're gonna if I invest twice as much, I'm gonna get twice the profits uh, that, that that you're gonna get. But they didn't mention that. They apparently meant to say, listen, even though I'm putting more money, sometimes you have invest money. One guy will put more money, one guy will put less money in, the other guy maybe has expertise. After all, why do people go into partnerships in general? I always argue against partnerships. Why do people go into partnerships? Because uh, usually there's not enough money, right? So he needs the other guy, or he couldn't have, or one guy has. This happens very often. One guy has a certain expertise. One guy is an artist and one guy has the money. He's the business guy. So even though the artist is putting in less money, but he's using his expertise. So for that, he gets half the, half the profit. That's how you can understand this. Tanan. But we're still not done. Didn't Amisha say otherwise? You just said, what, 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 what did Shmuel say over here? Amr Shmuel, two guys invested. One guy invested double. Uh, we still split the profits equally. What are Amishna? Tanan, Amisha says, kiss. We talk about the case with the women, number one, number two, number three, each had a different amount coming to them. We well, said also if three, if three guys invested uh, in, into one, you know, into one investment, if, it, if there was a loss or a gain, they split it equally, they split it according, proportionally according to their investment. So he goes against our Mishnah. If there was a loss of the investment, notice they invested in something, stocks or an animal or plowing or whatever they did, or there was a gain. And, and you say, you go proportionally. He says, no, no, no. When it's business and they were talking about future profits, he split it equally. The is talking about a different case. We're talking about the money themselves that they invested. When they invested in those days, they invested coins. So when they invested, they gave, let's say the guy put in, one guy put in 10 old coins and they used that money. Then the, those coins got replaced by the new coins, by new coins. Yeah, one guy put in 10 coins, one guy put in 20 coins. So they put in a total of 30 coins. And those coins got recalled. You know, they, they, uh, they took them out of circulation. They put in new coins. So he says, you know what? When you say they increased, increased because the new coins are worth more than the old coins. The old coins were rubbed out and, and, and damaged, et cetera. So one guy put in 20 coins, old coins. He should get 20 of the new coins. And the guy who put in 10 old coins will get 10 of the new coins. We don't mean where there was a profit from the investment. Profit investments split equally, equally. That's how you can understand the Mishnah. If, the, if people invested differently and there was a gain in the in the in the coins because they exchanged them, the government exchanged them for new coins. So you split it across. I put in 20 coins and you put in 10 coins. What are, uh, I'm going to take out 20 of new coins. You're going to take 10 of the new coins. You're not going to split that equally. Or what about how do they how do they uh, were they lost pixu when the coins became worthless and as they took them out of circulation. And what were the coins used for? They used the old coins as a healing on the, on a foot. You know, if you had a bunion or something on your foot, they used old coins. The old coins somehow the metal in it, the the rust or whatever, was somehow was a good healing thing on the on the foot. That's what they they, they didn't have modern uh, medicine ointments and all kinds of stuff like that. And and uh, and uh, you know they didn't have doctors and uh, podiatrists and all that. They would tie a they would tie a old coin. Uh, they would tie an old coin on. Antibiotics. Either. Right, right, right. So that's what they use. That's what they use. This was their antibiotic. So that's what we mean over here. We don't mean with an alchemist. We mean the coins themselves that they invested. If they became, if they got better coins in place of them, 
or the coins became worse and they were, so that means that then they, then they would go according to the number of coins they put in proportion. Says the Mishnah. Now we're talking about a man was married to four women and they were married at different times. January, February, March, April, let's say, right? And he died, right? Now they're coming to collect from the Orsham. They're coming to collect their Ksuba. We have the first one gets her money, the one from January. She has a first claim, goes for the second one. You go in order, right? When the first one collects, listen carefully, she's entitled to collect first, but she has to swear to the second one that she already hasn't been paid. Remember, the second one says, oh, you're going to get your servant. Okay, we understand you're first. You got married in January. I got married in February. But maybe you're going to, maybe he already left you some money. You know, I maybe, maybe if you get your money, I, there will be nothing left for me. So the first one has to swear to the second one that she hasn't been paid a nickel yet. In the same way, the Shneel, Shlishis, the second one swears the third one, Shlishis, the Ravias. But Ravias and Frashlobishvua, the fourth one is paid according to the Tanakama without a Shvua because the other three have been paid already. So what's the problem? Okay. Rashi explains here, we'll see this in the Gemara tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Rashi explains that it's speaking about Gonchi, Somim, Gedolim. When Ravias, Shlishis, Avala, Ravias, the Frashlobishvua, what about these some that they're collecting from? They're already the gedolim. When the Gemara talks about you some usually means tanim. When the gedolim, when the chacham said a bali free minach, if you come and collect the yisomim, you have to make a shul. Why shouldn't the fourth one have to make a shul to the yisomim that she hasn't been paid? That's only by yisomim tanim below the gedolim. That's what this tana holds. So the fourth one doesn't have to make a shul at all. Ben Nanas disagrees. He says, Omer what she's going to gain just because she's number four, she doesn't make a shul. We're going to talk about she has to make a shvur to the other ones. What's the machlok is based on? Because the issue is, if let's say number one, number two, and number three lose their share, because let's say they took a piece of land, right? Let's say number one got her piece of land, number two got three. Then one of them, let's say number two, lost her piece of land because somebody had a prior claim. He owed money. The husband owed money. So then it could come out that number two would want the money, right? Would want would would. would would go now and she'll distrain on number four, right? So therefore it becomes very complicated. So number four, so, so number four should also make a shvua mm. because it's possible she'll lose, she'll, uh, that number two or number one will lose their share. And that, then it gets in the issue if number one or two lose their share, subsequently can they go back to number four? Because after all, they came first. This is a question you raised before, Irving. If, if once you got your share and then you lose it for something or the circumstances change or there's another installment, can you make another claim? Or once it's done, it's done. That's going to be in tomorrow's tomorrow. So, Afi Lotzebel Bishvuah. Now, what do we just say? That they, number one, got married in January, number two in February, three in March, and fourth in April. Let's say they all got married on the same day. So, whoever got married first, it doesn't go, let's say they all got married on the same day. They all got married saying the guy had a real party over here. He married four women on the same day. I right? figured he has the caterer already, you know, it's one meal, right? So you see, he says, even though a Marvin Simcha was Simcha, whatever, but uh, he got married all in one day. So if one was even an hour earlier than the other one, they used to do that. Shows they used to write the hour, the time that they wrote the Ksuba, they would put a, like a time stamp on it. Let's say they were all at the exact same split second. And there's only 100 hours. If you said they split it equally, if they have the, they all have the same amount of ksuba. We're not talking about different amounts of ksuba. That was on a of the case with different amounts of ksuba. But if they all had, and according to Rebbe, they'd still split it equally, right? And, and whatever, there was enough money to go around. But let's say there was only 100 hours and they all have the exact same time. And I say, hey, maybe he had one ksuba for all four of them, right? Or they were timestamped exactly the same time. They got married at the same split second. Then you split it all equally. And that's the end of the case. 
What's the machlok between Benanis and the Tanakama? But the fourth one has to make a shvua. That we'll see on tomorrow's daf. Mike Mifflegi Shmuel goes into that. I think tomorrow's daf is on the podcast. And on Sunday, Mitzvahim, we'll start with the mission on daf Tzadikay. Sunday's daf Arab Sukkot. We'll start with that daf on um, on uh, from the Mishnah from the Mishnah on on Sunday morning. And again, uh, to remember that during Chalamoid, during Chalamoid, we will start 15 minutes later than we normally start. Which in your slime is well, we start at 5:20, it'll be 5:35, and in New York it'll be 10:35 p.m. instead of 10:20 p.m. because we have to dab we dab and dabbing starts later during Cholamoy because of uh, uh, the Esri, little of an Esri after net. So uh, so again, Sunday will still be at the regular time, and then during all of Cholamoy will start at 5:35, 15 minutes later than normal. Shabbat Shalom with Kulama Gmarto. Gmarto, thank you. Gmarto. Uh-huh.